Hello, listeners. Oh, my God. I am so, so excited to talk about the topic of today. We're going to talk about how to keep friendship long distance. Nadia and I, we're an expert. We haven't lived in the same city for like five years or more. I lost count. And we are besties. And, you know, we we actually don't talk for each other with each other for a very long time and here we are doing a podcast together so friendship will survive if you put all your love into it regardless of the distance so hope you enjoyed this podcast as much as we did Hello. Hi. I'm How so excited. You? I can't control <laughs> myself today. This episode is magic. I love it. It is. It is because we talk about friendship and like I've I've said this all the time, but like I love, 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 and would be, I don't even know where I would be without my friends. So and you know it's funny because I do I'm not from New Jersey and I live in New Jersey and like obviously I have a lot of good friends that live in Florida still and we haven't lived in the same city like you and I for like easily over seven years because I've been up here for seven years already believe it or oh not oh my god I know, that's crazy, crazy. <laughs> it's insane um and we those friendships like I don't know it's just like it's been easy it's been easy to to have everybody become even closer, you know, because when we do connect, it's just so magical. Um, yes. I mean, I I am a person of few friends. I mean, I know a lot of people. I know a lot of people, but the people that are I consider my friends, like the people that I call, oh, she's my friend, like it's my best friend. It's like, she hit the fan, I'm going to call you and I know you're going to show up for me. Because if you don't, I not even call you your my friend. So I'm a person of like few friends, but they're like the best friends. Um, and, and that's it. Like I, I I take quality over quantity any 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 day. But I feel that that comes again with with age. Um, I feel that you know when we are young, we want to have like five hundred thousand friends on Facebook or whatever social media you use. But then at, as time goes by and she does hit the fan and people don't show up for you, then you are like, oh, my God, like, actually, friendship is something very important. And, you know, those people that I can count on are actually my friends. And I feel that maybe because I'm from Brazil and, you know, I spend all my adulthood here by myself, my family is still in Brazil. I feel that my friends became my family. So, like, my friends are my my family, you know, you guys are my family. Like you are my family. I consider you part of my family. I don't know how else to say. Oh, because you know we're gonna grow old together. It's cute. Yeah, <laughs> but I mean, you know, you have your sister, you have your mom here, but I have nobody. Like yeah. that's it. I have you guys, like my friends. Yeah, and you know, and I, I never, I guess, I never understood that until I moved up here because, like, obviously, like my family's all in Florida, but it, you know, it's only like a three-hour 
flight, but there's, I don't see them every day. I don't have, technically, I don't have family up here, but it's so true what you say, because the friends that I've made up here, they have become my family. You know, I can't see, I don't know. I can't see my future life without them in it, you know, kind of thing. But that doesn't mean that I, I mean, I've made a lot of friends, but there's maybe three, four girls here that I'm like, you know, uh, I'm just going to grow old with these people. It doesn't matter if they move to Africa tomorrow. Like it's just, you know, it's meant to be. And I have friends from childhood, you know, that are, that are in Miami, for example. And like, I have one friend in Miami that we grew up, we've known each other since we're 12 years old and we don't talk every day. We don't, you know, we're not up. We haven't been in the same city for over 10 years, we have different friends. Um, and some point in high school, we went our separate ways. I went to a separate school in Miami. She stayed somewhere in Broward and did her last two years there. But I'm telling you, it's like that connection, just it never, you never lose it. And I think that, and tell me if you agree, but I feel like not everybody's cut out for that stuff. You know, I think that the girls that are long distance for me, they don't take things personal. They don't need me to call them every day. I don't need to check up on you every single day to see how you're doing. You know, it's like our conversations are just so much deeper, you know, it's like our bond is so much deeper than the regular checkup every day, you know? Yes. I feel that long distance relationships, whichever one it is, friendship, you know, boyfriend, girlfriend, anything. First of all, I feel that it's kind of like a saving, you have a savings, you you create a savings account with that person. And I read this on a book, I forgot which one, but you have the savings account with this person. And once we are long distance, you know, like you and I, like we created a huge savings account when you're going through our divorce together and you're there for each other, all that stuff, like everything good that we did for each other. Every time we were there for each other, it was like money we deposited in the savings account. So by the time we separated, we had so much money in the savings account. And, you know, anytime that that maybe we were not there for each other because of the distance, anything that happened, like we had so much in the savings account that it didn't affect our relationship. Now, when you did have a relationship w- with somebody and you didn't really put a lot of money and investment in the savings account, by the time you guys, uh, you know, you separated from that person, you don't really have much in the savings account. And that's why sometimes relationships fade away and you just, you know, lose contact. You know, you don't really care for the person. The person doesn't care for you. And I feel it's because those savings accounts were, were low. And so the money just ran out and then, and then that's it. I mean, yeah, yes, I we have to, yeah, we have to, to check on each other. You cannot just go like five years without seeing each other or talk to each other, don't know what's going on. And then be like, you know, pick up from where you left. I mean, you have to really say, Hello, how are you doing? If the person needs you, be there for that person. Even you can be there for somebody long distance. Like listening to the person over the phone is being there for that person. You know, friendship is all about reliability. If you're an unreliable friend, you are not a good friend. And if your friend is an unreliable person, they are not a good person. Like that's it. Like it's all about reliability. That's how I see it. Absolutely. But I'd also, I think like, you know, understanding the person so well, you know, I feel like there is people that need a little bit more handholding that do get upset if you don't call them every other week or, you know, when you're long distance, for example, oh, yeah, that's what you I was know, gonna say. Yeah. where there's my friends, they're 
you know, I don't know, I, I got lucky, I guess, or everybody oh, yeah. just adjusted to each other's personalities, but nobody's getting offended. Like one of my best friends that I grew up with in Miami, you know, she ended up moving up here and similar situation. We didn't talk for years. Then she came up here and even living in the same city. I shit, you know, we lived maybe five blocks from each other walking and some, and we worked together on top of everything. And sometimes we wouldn't talk for weeks. And she's my best friend. Tomorrow I'll call her and she will drop anything she's doing. And she will, she will come to my rescue because that's the type of understanding we have. We don't need to be stuck at the hip, every movement, everything. Like friendships are sometimes so much deeper than just, you know, oh, I want to hang out with you every weekend so we can go party or, you know, whatever. Because what happens when your life changes, right? Like you start having a boyfriend or you start a family or, you know, does that mean that, that friendship is now over or is it just, are you really truly friends that you are really going to be there for each other, even though you're not going to be having the same, you know, relationship you had 10 years before because you were single and partying in the same, in the same, I don't know, you know, life experience, I guess, if, if we can say that. Yeah, it makes sense. But that's what I was going to say. And I lost my train of thought that, you know, I feel that if you can have a long distance relationship, friendship, boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever, with a codependent person. Like if that person needs to, you know, be stuck to your hip or, you know, you hold the hand and do like things together all the time, like it's not going to make it and it's it's not going to happen. You have to have some independence in order to, for the relationship to happen. You need to know that the person loves you and you need to trust the love in order to let go and free yourselves. And it's the the saying, like, you know, when you set something free, if it comes back to you, it's truly yours. And that's 100% true in regards to long distance relationship. Absolutely. And also, like, I think that we need to be okay with not every friendship lasts forever. You know what I mean? I feel like people get very stuck on that. Like, oh, we were friends for 10 years and, you know, all of a sudden we're just not friends anymore because they moved or or whatever the case may be. Even if you're in the same town and, you know, just start separating, like not everybody's meant to be in your life forever. There's few and in between that, you know, for a fact, like, you know, like us, of course, we're going to probably like grow old together. And like, I have other friends that I also know that, you know, I just can't imagine my life without them. But there's, I've had so many friends, you know, close friends, literally close, close friends in every stage of my life. But I've never, you know, when things just don't, when we start growing apart, if you call it that, um, it's never been like something that lingers, you know, like I always feel like, okay, well, that was a great person. And they were meant to be close to me in that moment of my life, but they just don't fit into my life in where I am right now. And that is totally okay. It doesn't make you a bad person. It doesn't make you a bad friend. It doesn't make you, you know, I mean, sometimes just like, like I always say with like romantic relationships, some contracts just expire and that's okay. And you a great way to put it. Yeah. Contracts expire and people come in and out of your life for a specific reason. Nothing is a coincidence, in my opinion. Like nothing's a coincidence. Every single person that I've met in my journey has been there because I needed something from them or they needed something from me. And once that was done and over with, we parted ways without having a fight, without having a conversation. It just happens naturally, right? Because you don't longer need that. And if you need to evolve, you need to, sometimes you have to outgrow your, some of your friends, right? Like 
we talk about this all the time, Milena, but like we, there was a, a point in our relationship where we didn't talk for a while, like, you know, and, yeah. and we didn't talk for a while. And we're talking months, like yes. months of not talking. And when we reconnected, we realized that we were going through the same exact experience without even yes. talking to each other. Yes, it is so crazy. And I feel that that happened to you and me all the goddamn time, all the time. And yes, but I feel that again is that savings account. You know, we put so much, so much in there that we have like we stock up. Like we're good. We have our four hundred one k build up. We can retire and be fine. Um, but you know, some some relationships you don't build that the savings account, and then it just everything goes south. But I agree with what you say in regards to outgrow relationships not that one person is better than the other i feel that people are just in different stages in life um you know and i feel that a lot of people feel that once they have kids i don't have kids you don't have kids but i do have friends with kids and every single person say that once you have kids a lot of friends are gone because people don't want to hang out with you and your baby or you and your toddler or you and your you know child people just some people just are not into kids and once you have kids they don't want to you know be with the friend plus the kid and it's like okay that person had a kid there is nothing that they can do about it's not every time that this person is going to be able to hang out without a child and if that friend can understand that then you know fuck off i mean what what is supposed to happen the friend and the kid so you can hang out i mean come on but that I happens totally all agree. I totally agree with that. But, you know, I also like to see it from the other perspective as well, because I have seen people that do have kids and they're the ones that don't want to hang out with their single friends anymore. And that is, you know, also like, you know, was it at that point you need to ask yourself, was that friendship like really like you said, like, does it have a good savings account, you know, or you can pull out of, or was it very superficial where like, you know, you used to hang out to party and, you know, you kind of told each other stuff, but it wasn't like as deep. I think that to your point, you know, these savings accounts are not just about like the effort you put into the friendship, but it more natural, right? Like you go into deeper conversations, like you kind of know each other at another level that like, maybe only like a romantic intimate partner might know, you know what I mean? Like you don't go around saying that to just anybody. Like those are the people that, that kind of stick around forever because I have, obviously we're, we're in our thirties. So of course I have friends with, with kids. Um, And I'm telling you one of my best friends, she has a kid and like, she hangs out with her single, no kids friends, but there is people that prefer to like you know, they, again, you've outgrown each other in a different way. Like you said, like, it's not that somebody's better than the other, but your life's change. And if you have a kid, maybe you want to hang out with people that have kids as well, so that your kids can be entertained. And you have like, you know, some adult time with people that understand you to a different level, you know, whatever the case may be. But I feel like if, if the reason that you're separating from a friend is because of them having kids, maybe you need to revisit and ask yourself that hard question of maybe this is it, you know, this was never really like a, it was a great friendship while it lasted, but maybe it's come to an end. The contract is over and you need to move on from it and not dwell on it, you know? Exactly. Exactly. Like, so my mom, she has 
this friend who I call my aunt and her kids and my cousins. So my mom and her, they went to school when they were seven years old and they were best friends. And they got married around the same time. They had kids around the same time. Then we call each other cousins and aunt and all that. And then, so my aunt moved here, this aunt moved here to United States. And then her and my mom kind of like lost contact because they were in different countries and stuff. And so I moved here years later, completely unrelated reasons. But, um, and then, you know, of course I'm closer to her and I, I started visiting her and, you know, I went to my cousin's wedding and then my other cousin had a baby and, you know, I go visit them for every birthday of my cousin's baby. And then, you know, like, and, and I call her my aunt and my cousin. And like, I feel that we are family. Like they were at my mom's wedding. Like my mom is holding my cousin as uh, she was one year old at my mom's wedding. And she's like on her gown with my cousin. And it's like, we are not blood related, but like, she's my aunt and she's my cousin, you know? And I love when those friendships last for like generations. Now, me and my cousins, we are we are friends and we hang out on Thanksgiving here in a completely different country. And, you know, I feel that that's beautiful. That's beautiful. I love that. That is so beautiful. I'm like praying. I'm like some of my one of my my closest friends, like you guys have to have kids at the same time that I do. (laughs) I don't want to go through the trauma by myself. (laughs) There we go. I keep saying that to my my close girlfriends all the time. And I they're always like, you're a psychopath. Like, I'm like, no, I think we can make it work. I think like if I really put my mind to it, I think I can make this happen where we all kind of like magically get pregnant at, around the same time frame. <laughs> oh my God, that happened to my friend and her childhood friend. Did not plan at all, but she got pregnant and her best friend since they were like little, little, they were neighbors and they were playing together when they were like five years old. She got pregnant. Like they got pregnant like weeks apart and they both had girls and their girls are besties now. Like I love that. That's a dream. Yes. That's a dream. But I do, I do think it's possible. Like I said, like, I think like some friends there, I think don't stress over it is the biggest thing, you know, like I've never wondered like, Oh, I don't know, Milena's not, we're not friends anymore. Things are awkward. Like, no, it's like, I know that's my girl. Like I, I probably wouldn't talk. I mean, obviously we have a podcast together, so we talk frequently. But <laughs> And I think that was also like part of this whole thing was because I was like, you know what? Like this will connect us even more. <laughs> we'll be able to like connect more, but exactly. if something happened and we don't talk for months, like it's never a thought in my mind of like, oh, well, she hasn't called me or I feel like in real relations, in real like friendships, like pure, beautiful friendships, there is no space for jealousy. There is no space for, oh, she's hanging out with other girls and not me. Or, you know, I just, I feel like for those true, real, beautiful friendships, especially the long distance ones, like there is no room for that, that, um, you know, those negative feelings. Yeah. Yeah. Like you're not less or more or anything like that. It's like, obviously the distance, of course, you're going to have a separate life. Of course, you're going to have other friends that I don't know about that you hang out with more, you know, like that's like, I hope that's the case. Like I I wish that for you because I'm not there, you know? So I just feel like some relationships long distance don't 
work because of that as well you know but it's because some people can't be happy for each other and like i can't i can never be friends with those people like if you cannot be happy for me you are not my friend like i can be be i can be dragging through the mud i can be you know having the worst time of my life but if you are not oh my god awesome good yeah. for you i'm so happy for you like me taking your happiness away it's not gonna bring happiness into my life or you know even if your happiness just vanished from one day to another that's not gonna make me more happy like happiness is not like you know apples if you you know you have a hundred and i have zero and then you give me 50 like it doesn't work like that yeah it's like <laughs> it's, it's crazy yeah. but i don't understand like i have a co-worker that he cannot see anybody happy like he's crazy he's crazy unhappy and grouchy and you know people when people laugh he looks weird at them it's crazy maybe he's a psychopath i don't know oh. if i go See guys, this guy for my job. FYI. Be careful, please, because like that sounds scary. Yes. yes, police, go look there. That's the first place. But I'm seriously like, he cannot see people happy. Bothers him. It physically gives him a reaction, and that, that's crazy. So those people cannot survive a long distance relationship because if you cannot be happy for the other person, like, what are you doing? Like, what are you doing? Yeah, no. I, I don't, I can't even relate, honestly, because I don't know what that's like. But I think also, like, like I was saying, like, know your person, because I've, I also have friends that have best friends that have, there are long distance, and they talk almost every day, you know, and they FaceTime and stuff like that. We don't FaceTime, like, I don't need to see you over camera to like have a connection with you, you know, but that's our relationship. That's the way we communicate, but there could be somebody else that needs something different, you know? So I think that's very important to keep, especially when you're long distance, because you're not there to share, you know, these moments in person, you know, there's people that like to be on FaceTime and they stay on the phone for hours and, you know, there's nothing wrong with that at all. But I think that the more, you know, the person and you're doing it because you're both on the same page because if you're doing it just to for the person you know what I mean like you're trying to like oh well she likes to be on the phone or she likes to be on FaceTime you know if if I don't do this I feel like she's gonna feel neglected and stuff like that that's also not the healthiest thing ever like it you should always be on the same page and and know that you're on the same page you know if you if you do need somebody to be calling you every day to see how you're doing, because that's how you, that's how you, you know, define a good friendship. That's fine. But that needs to be communicated and that needs to be taken genuinely from the other person as well, that they want to do the same thing. You know? And yeah. I feel, that, I feel that. Exactly. No relationship. Like in this case, I feel that no decisions can be made based on fear it has to come from love yeah. because if you make a decision based on fear that's not gonna work and i feel that you know if if your best friend is moving or if you are moving and you guys are about to you know separate um i feel that a good tip is to put time on your calendar because life is gonna get on the way like yep. natalie and i we schedule ourselves for this communication like a week in advance because we know life is going to get on the way. So, you know, make time, like 20 minutes. We're going to talk on the phone once a week, you know, so you can keep up the 
that's a savings account with your friends so you guys can tell each other what's going on in your life so you can feel more secure you know with your long distance relationship with your friend like put it on the calendar like make it time for yourself and it's like oh you know it should happen naturally no it doesn't happen naturally it's not like high school anymore that you're gonna see each other in school when you go hang out after like it doesn't work like that anymore you know life is gonna get on the way so put on the calendar so even if it's while the person is grocery shopping that's the only time that person has take that time like i have a friend in miami and a lot of times she calls me when she's uh, picking up her kids from school because that's the only time she has. I'll take it. It's fine. Like my other friend, she calls me at seven in the morning or 630 when she's driving because she's a teacher. When she's driving to school to teach, that's the time that she has to call me because she's a single mom. And that's the only time she has by herself in the car that she can, you know, talk to me and give me attention. I'll take it. You know, like I'm not going to be like, oh, my God, why doesn't she call me when she's, you know, at home, sitting on the couch, having a glass of wine? Because this poor thing never sits on the couch and have a glass of wine. Like, right. It's all about effort. It's all about yes. effort. Exactly. So but it shouldn't be effort like where you feel forced. If you feel forced, don't do it. Exactly. Like, go the relationship and move on with your life. Like, you know, yeah. it shouldn't be a forced thing. It should be a, a fun thing. Like, I like talking to my friends. Like, I want to know what you're up to. I'm excited for your wins. I want to know if you're not in a good place. Like, these are things that, you know, bring me joy. I don't do it because like, oh, I need to make sure that I am, you know, putting the quarter in the piggy bank. No, no, no. Yes, of course, you're putting it, but because you genuinely want to because you genuinely feel happy to talk to that person and see how they're doing. And that's why you make the time. You know what I mean? It's not a sure. So yeah, I, I don't want anything from obligation. Like I'm please don't about, ever do anything from obligation. It's I'm awful. all about find the time where you can have it. I used to do that with my mom all the time. I was walking to work and every day I would call her on my walk because that's the time I had. And that's the time that I would put to talk to her every day, you know? Yeah, I do that with my parents too now. Like I call my parents every Monday night because that's the time that my dad is at home. My mom is at home. I am usually at home. So like I call my parents Monday night, like, and they know, and they expect my call. And I'll call, I I have an alarm on my phone every Monday. This time I'm calling my parents. And sometimes I'm like, oh my God, my alarm. I have to call my parents. I know. Yep. Yep. Same thing with friends. Exactly. Do you have a little quote for us, Milena, today? Yes, I found a really cute quote. It's the true friends are the ones who lift you up when no one else has noticed you have fallen. Oh, I love that. I love that so much. I, I found something about soul sisters because I do believe, like I said, I don't think anything's a coincidence. I think that every one of my really close friends, like I said, like, you know, even without talking, we've been going through the same thing. I think that my friends are evolving with me without us even having a conversation about it, which is so beautiful to see. So I found something like um, it says a female, what's a soul sister and what the definition is. And it's a female friend that you immediately click with on every level imaginable, who you can talk to about absolutely everything and forever believe that you were separated at birth only to be brought together by fate. I mean, yes, Uh, yes. So much. Yes. Oh, beautiful. I love (laughs) it. 
I love it. I love you. Um, Thank you. Yeah. I took that totally personal. I know I'm your only best friend. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> but I enjoyed this so, so much. Um, I hope everybody did too. We love talking about this stuff, guys. You know, I, again, friends are everything. I think that if you don't have any, join a group, start making them because they're good for every single moment of your life. <laughs> but um, it, you know where we are. You know where to find us. We're on Instagram. Our handle is mama.relax with two X's at the end. Um, otherwise, we'll see you next time. Bye, guys. Bye.